Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How you guys doing? It's me, your boy, Ryan Flowers, a.k.a. Clutch Sports Talk, in the house. And it's Sunday, and you know what that means. It's another edition of NFL Sunday Morning with me, Ryan Flowers. Man, we got lots to get into today, man. I got to talk about Tua. That's the biggest storyline right now in the NFL right now. Um, I'll give you my thoughts on that on the flip side. Other other, other news, I got to talk about week four predictions. We're going to dive right into that. Lots of games to get into. There's a game going on right now at halftime, I believe, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Saints in England at Tottenham Stadium. I think right now the Vikings are up 13-7 uh, up against the Saints. And then finally, my clutch picks of the week. I got four of them. I finished, uh, what, two and two last week. I'm overall six and four with my clutch picks of the week. So I'm above 500, but looking to kind of get some more winning uh, action going on over there. So, hey, without further ado, man, I want you guys to pull up, get your coffee, orange juice, mimosa, whatever it is that you're sipping on. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. This is Clutch Sports Talk, NFL Sunday morning with me, Ryan Flowers. Let's go.
Welcome in. Hope you guys are doing all right. It's Sunday morning, and this is NFL Sunday Morning with me, Ryan Flowers, presented to you guys by The Grid, the leaders and the future in sports media, entertainment, and content. So, hey, again, another great show for you guys this Sunday. I, man, I'm always juiced to, to, to do this show, man. It's Sunday. It's football. What more else can a guy ask for, man? Hey, and it's, my, it's actually my favorite time. Yeah, I love this fall, season, autumn, whatever you want to call it. Um, just because of the holidays and whatnot, but 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 like what, like like I said, man, like <laughs> football makes me excited. This is what I love doing for you guys. So I'm glad you guys are able to hop on and join and watch the show. So where do we start? So if you don't know or you haven't seen the footage, uh, Tua Tagovailoa suffered a apparently uh, a head injury. Right. I think we all knew that going into this game on Thursday night against the Cincinnati Bengals. Not sure how he did not enter the uh, the league's concussion protocol. So if you haven't seen the clip, here's the clip right here for you guys. I mean, he got oh, my God. Look, I mean. This was a very scary moment. I ain't going to lie. This is a very scary moment because, I mean, look at his hands. It looks like he's like in paralysis. They carted him off. You know, but the, the the sad thing about this is that f- this is a part of the game. But this is the crazy part right here. So this this happened literally last week Sunday against the Bills. He got hit. He gets up woozy. He's trying to shake it off because he's a tough guy. He's a quarterback. Stumbles, and and really he should have probably never came back to the game. And, and I think that's the issue. Now people on social media, you know, there's some people out there that are just like, well, you know, it, it, the Dolphins they weren't responsible for him. You know, yes they were. Listen, as a former athlete myself, and I trust me, I didn't play like in the NFL or a high-level college, but I'm saying is that, listen, athletes are always going to want to play for the most part. It's up to the institutions, the organizations to save these athletes from themselves. And in this particular case, the Miami Dolphins did not do a good job. Mike McDaniels, although I don't feel is a bad guy or a bad coach, I think he probably got caught up in the moment a little bit. He, they wanted to win that game. Now, he'll say that, you know, player safety is, is is first and foremost. He'll say that, of course. But in the middle of that game, you know, it's a heated game. It's a big game. It's a divisional game. He couldn't afford to lose his starting quarterback. Um, and, you know, they took him off. I believe they took him in for a couple minutes. He passed some type of testing. And he was right back in the game and ended up winning the game. And then the following reports after that was that, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't even a head injury. It was his back and his neck. Now... I've had back problems and I've had ankle problems, but I've never gotten up like that, looking like that after (laughs) taking a shot to the head. Now, I've had concussions in the past, and believe me, they are no, that's not a joking matter. Concussions are a very serious part of the game. Um, That's the one downside about football is that you have to be on, you have to be aware for concussions. That's just what it is. Um, And so, therefore, you know, they sent him back in. And then on top of that, they let him play Thursday night. Now, the injury that took place on Thursday night, look, that can happen to any player, any game. It doesn't matter. But what makes this worse is that literally, what, I don't know, uh, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, four or five days earlier, this man suffered that same type of injury, and it was basically just swept under the rug. Now, what's happened since then, the the doctor, I believe, that did the preliminary uh, examination on Tua has been fired, okay? Um, but pretty much that's it. Now, if you talk to Tua, he'll tell you, he'll tell you I'm okay. I'm good to go. And you can't listen to him right now. You have to. You have to look at him like he's a child. 
and you have to make a decision for him. Of course he wants to play. He's in the National Football League. He's a quarterback. Not only is he a quarterback, he's a starting quarterback in the National Football League. There are not too many of those guys walking around. And so he feels like his in his mind, if you, if you, go, inside, if you go inside the psychology of, of an NFL player, he, he feels like his job is on the line, okay? Um, we got our first comment of the day. We said, the grid network says, who do you think is to blame the most? Um... Honestly, I think I think it's the Dolphins. It's in it's the Dolphins organization overall. I think that they had to step in. And here's the thing about the Dolphins right now. They they're they're in some hot water as it is already. You know, don't forget the Brian Flores situation, right? He's suing them for 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 whatever whatever case that he's suing them for. And then you get this, right? So, obviously it doesn't it doesn't appear from the outside looking in that they take care of their people. And um, ownership definitely, I mean, during the game, I would say that it's up to the coaching staff and the medicals. I mean, there, there are people literally watching the spotters up top in these press boxes, and they're looking for this type of injury. And so how was that? I wouldn't say it was missed. I think they were aware of it. I think some people just, they didn't, they didn't have the authority to take him out of the game. And then the fact that they took him out in the Buffalo Bills game and he did some type of quirky procedure and he passed it. Come on, man. If you look at that tape, honestly, the guy had a concussion. The guy had a concussion. And they let him play, and then they let him play the following week on a short week, mind you, right? And so I feel like overall the Dolphins are responsible, and that includes Mike McDaniels because he's the head coach, okay? Now, in his presser, he's like, you know, I care about the player's safety, and I get all that. And, again, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think what happened was he just got caught up in the moment, and what, what could you do? What could you do? And I'll speak from from experience. Like, you know, so I coach for the many who do, or not many, but those who do know me, I do coach football. Um, and there have been times where I've seen a kid get rocked and his bell rung. And I'll pull him aside and I'll pull him out, you know? And then here comes the parents running down the, the, the bleachers and say, hey, get my kid back in. And I'm like, look, look, this kid's got a concussion, man. It's not safe for him to come in. It's not worth it, especially for those, those young individuals it's not worth it. You got a lot of football left in you. And Tua's still young. He's got a lot of football left in him, but he's got to make sure that he is healthy prior to him coming back. And it's going to be an uphill battle because, listen, he's had two concussions literally within days of themselves. Days. It's hard to battle back from one alone, yet alone two within a couple days of themselves. So if it was me, if now, the, now this is where the Dolphins can kind of make amends or rectify their decision-making You know, this last week. And say, listen, Tua, you're going to sit down for a month. If that means you missing four or five games, it is what it is. If they truly care about this player, okay? If not, then, you know, we all know that there's some underlining factors in the NFL that they care about player safety, but they don't because they have these stupid rules that really don't really make a sense, like trying to get rid of kickoffs or not allowing the 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 the, 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 the kickoff return team to hold hands or lock up before they go. Like stupid stuff like that, you know? And then they added the extra week, right? So it, there's a lot of contradictory. And in this particular case, this was pretty clear cut. This was, There was no gray in this involved whatsoever this guy needed to not play and i got some comments on social media by by some ignorant people uh one guy had had commented and was like hey well you know it wasn't too it wasn't uh the dolphins that that slung Tua down on the ground yes you idiot i understand that okay but they had a finance they not a financial but they had a, a a responsibility to him as a player as a human being to not thrust him back in that game regardless of what he says of course he's going to want to play hell he's saying he, he's ready to go right now 
Now, would you do that? Would you, if, if this was your child, right? If this wasn't the NFL, would you allow your kid to go back in a game like that? That's the question you need to ask yourself. And you got all these ignorant ass people out here that are just, oh, you know, they're, they're trying to make football soft. I get it, man. There's some things I don't agree with some of the rules that they're making, but really football at its core is not soft. It's not soft, man. These are warriors. These are men. These are, you know, from the little kids on up to the professional leagues, it's a brutal and violent sport, and we have to take care of our players. Um, and in this case, the NFL failed, number one, and then the Miami Dolphins failed um, failed him. Now, is, should Tua be to, uh, can he be blamed a little bit? Yeah, he's going to have to look at himself in the mirror and say, you know what, man, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because who knows, man, maybe he might be more susceptible to concussions moving down, moving on in his career. And and that's something he's going to have to deal with. I mean, that like from a Cowboys fan, that's what pretty much railroaded uh, Troy Aikman's career, right? Those concussions, Steve Young, concussions. And you don't know what the after effects are, right? They're young right now. They're vibrant. They can bounce back from things. But 20 years later, it, it, that's that has to have some type of <clears throat> damage or something to your brain. So, you know... If I'm Tua, if I'm his family, I got to reel him in and I got to say, listen, man, we love you, but you got to chill out. You got to at least rest three, four games at a minimum. Let you know, the good thing with the Dolphins situation, they do have a capable backup in Teddy Bridgewater. One thing I will say about the team itself, they, you know, once Tua went down, I thought it was going to be pretty much a flood, open floodgates, but they battled. They were in that game. They probably, they were close to winning it. They just couldn't finish it off. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater, now he's not the future. Teddy Bridgewater is pretty much of a game manager. Um, uh, and we got another comment. All even podcast with Barry Grant. He says he needs to be held up. Uh, yeah, uh, yep, he does. At least four to six weeks. That's my recommendation. Now, I'm not a doctor. Um, I don't claim to be one on TV, but he does need to be left out. But but back to the Dolphins himself, they they are still going to be okay. You still have Tyreek Hill. You still have Jalen Waddle. You still have other weapons. Your defense is pretty solid. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They just need to just kind of, you know, what's the word, um, rally the troops um, and, and be in for the long run. Because let's just be real. Now, Tua was playing pretty good, right? Is is he that much more better than Teddy Bridgewater? <clears throat> That's the question. Now, I, I can't answer that right now, but but I'm, I'm posing that question to you all because is that the case? And if it isn't the case, or if, he, if it is the case, then the Dolphins will be okay. Right, because they're going to have to really rely more on the defense. But you got weapons for Teddy Bridgewater to throw the ball to. Now he's going to have to push the ball down the field. That's the problem with Teddy Bridgewater is that he's like a ten-yard pass, 10, 15 yard kind of guy. Um, he's going to have to push the ball down the field because you have guys that can stretch the field. So if you're a Dolphin fan, you're concerned because obviously you know you don't want to see one of your better players being injured or not on the field. But then on the other note, you're like, well, you know what? At least our backup isn't the backup situation isn't terrible, as you can see with my Cowboys. The backup quarterbacks are very important. Now, they're not talked about because you hope you hope that your backup quarterback isn't playing. But for me as a Cowboy fan, in the last couple of years, we've had to see our backups play. And so far today, um, it, we're looking all right. So our backup has won two games in a row. 
So we'll have to see what the Dolphins are going to do. I don't know who who the Dolphins have next here. Let me let me click on them real quick and see who do they got next. They they got the Jets. They got the Jets um, on the road next week. So that's a winnable game, even with or without Teddy Bridgewater. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. Moving along. Oh, what's going on with my buff here? Streaming real slow. All right. Let's get into the picks of the week, or excuse me, predictions. Here we go. So, all right, now we got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the uh, New Orleans Saints. I think that game is still uh, 7, 13, 17, or excuse me, 13, 7 at halftime, or they've come back by now. Um, but anyway, let's talk about the first game. We got the Cleveland Browns on the road heading into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. This is going to be a good game, I think, as far as like, Maybe not like play, but as far as like the outcome or the 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 feel of the game, because I think it's going to be close. Now, on paper, the Browns are are far more superior talent wise than the Atlanta Falcons, but for some reason, the Falcons always find a way to keep these games close. Now, I, I kind of struggle with this one because a part of me should say, you know, just take the take the Bengals. Not sure if Miles Garrett's playing today um, because he had a he had an accident this week. I think he might play. I don't know. You guys can let me know if, if, that, if that's true or not. But a part of me is going to say, you know, I'm going to ride with the Falcons, take the win. They're at home. You know, they nice nice win against the Seahawks last week going up to the Northwest, which is never easy to do. Um, so I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game um, and see what happens from there. Because they, they, they play hard. They haven't been, like, flat out blown out by anybody. So I'll go with them to, 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 to take the win there. All right. Washington Commanders. Oh, Garrett is out. Okay. Carving Up Podcast says Garrett is out. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 that makes me feel a little bit better about the Falcon situation. <laughs> so, I'm going to ride with the Falcons on that one. All right. Washington Commanders taking on my Dallas Cowboys in Fort Worth at Jerry's World. Cooper Rush leading the charge. Washington Commanders. Listen, Carson Wentz, they have some offense. They've got some offense. Okay. Um, but lucky for us, are the Cowboys, is that... Our strength is our defense. Um, we will get after the. We will get after Carson Wentz today. Michael Parsons is on a tear right now. I think he's on a. Uh, what 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 what's what's the, what's the um what's the expected or expected estimated sack? I think it's like in the thirties, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, or maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. Let me know. But they're playing. The, the defense is playing pretty well. Lights out for the most part. Um, they will get a little challenge today because they are playing some guys on on the offensive side that can move the ball. You know, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Doxon, uh, Gibson, who can run the ball effectively. Carson Wentz, for whatever it's worth, he can be hot garbage. And then sometimes he can be pretty decent. And so he can he's a mobile quarterback. He can get around. He will make that, that mistake. He is vulnerable, especially if we start getting after him. So I, I like the Cowboys to win this game, even with our backup Cooper Rush. He will improve to 3-1 and one before the big tilt next week against the Rams and Inglewood. Hopefully Dak Prescott will return. Uh, but the defense is playing good. And the thing about the Cowboys is that that's what they have to do. They have to play defense and they got to run the ball. Now, this thing between Noah Brown and Cooper Rush, I'm kind of liking. It's making the Amara Cooper trade seem not 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 so bad anymore. I think Michael Gallup is activated or not. Let me know. I know uh, Bryson, you're, you're really good at knowing that information. I probably should know it before I get on a live show talking about Sunday morning football. Um, but listen, I'm still not in love with the, the Cowboys wide receiving core, but with the emergence of Noah Brown, uh, C.D. Lamb, if he can just hold on to the damn ball. And I mean, now he had the game-winning catch on Monday, but 
listen, he's got to catch everything that comes his way. That You're a number one. That's what you got to do. But with Noah Brown kind of, you know, I think he has the same stat line as Amari Cooper. So he's kind of replaced that. And then hopefully we get uh, my, uh, we get Gallup back and then James Washington at some point. Um, you know, the Cowboys wide receiving core will probably look a little bit better. Not to mention we're missing Dalton Short Schultz as well, too. So, But I still like the Cowboys to win today. All right. What's up, John Rivera? Let's go Jets. Yeah, I'm going to talk about them. I got some thoughts on the Jets today against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So just stay tuned, brother. Uh, I'll, I'll share my thoughts with that. All right, we got Seahawks going on the road to the Motor City, a.k.a. Uh, Motown, to take on the Detroit Lions. Um, I like the Lions. I like the Lions in this one. People, you know, they they play hard, man. Oh, Gallup is active for this game. As long as CD is able to catch the football, they'll run the ball well and play great defense. Cowboys win by 10. All right, you heard it. Carving Up Podcast. Check him out. He said he's got the Cowboys winning by 10. I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be that far. I think it'll be closer. I think what that game is like plus three for the for the commanders, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a divisional game. It can go either way. I'm, I'm gonna play it a little bit close. Um, but yeah, but anyway, back to the Lions game. Um, Lions play hard, man. They're playing hard and they're scoring, but their defense is kind of kind of weak right now. They're giving up like 31 points a game, which isn't good, but I think they'll get right today against the Seattle Seahawks, which they're pretty anemic and they gotta take their show on the road. But I like the Lions at home to win that game. Um, overall. All right. Texans at Indianapolis. Colts coming off a really, really great win against the, the uh, one of my picks to come out the AFC against the Chiefs, taking on a divisional rival in the Tennessee Titans. This one should be a good one as well. Um, Tennessee Titans. I like them. Now, people are probably thinking, well, the Colts just had a really big win against the Chiefs. It's not so much the, Chief, the, the, the Colts won that game. It's more the Chiefs kind of gave away that game. I still see some holes in the Colts, um, and Tennessee, for some reason, plays them hard on the road, right? For some reason, they just play each other hard on the road, so I like the actual Tennessee Titans to win this game. Um, it'll be a good one. Um, it's just going to boil down to who can score the most at the end of the game. Well, obviously, duh, who can score? That's the point of the game, right? Um, but but I do like I do like um, the Tennessee Titans. Um, John Rivera says, uh, Detroit got some players. So, yeah, they do. I, I just think that they still got enough to uh, to outlast the Seattle Seahawks today at home. At least they've been playing decent. They just haven't been able to finish games. They were in that game against um, Minnesota last week, and they just couldn't finish. They just couldn't finish. And so they're playing hard for their coach. Dan Campbell is not a he's not a renaissance man when it comes to the new era of coaching in the National Football League. But these guys play hard for him, and, and that's got to count for something. And if, they're, and if they were on the road, I'd probably take Seattle because that trip to the Northwest can be pretty – Pretty, 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 pretty uh, difficult on teams just because of how far it is. If you look at the map, it looks like it's close, but geographically, it, it's it's out there. Um, but yeah, I like the Lions. But anyway, I like to take the Titans over the Colts today on the road. Um, two two well-coached teams, but I like the Titans. All right, Chicago Bears taking on the New York football Giants. The Giants coming off a, a loss to the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Bears coming off of a win, right, against the, uh, what was it, the Texans. Listen... The Bears are not a good team. If anything, this game is important because it's it's about two teams that are really not that good, but their records kind of don't reflect that yet. And I think today, the Bears probably might get exposed. Now, one thing that's that's not going for the Giants is that they did lose Sterling Shepard again. And I feel bad for this young man because I believe this is like his second ACL in his, in, in in as many years. So that's a blow for them. Um, I, the Giants' defense is is formidable. I will say that. Um, and they can move the ball. They still have Saquon Barkley. So 
I'm going to take the Giants at home to beat the Bears um, and to get back on that winning column. And because to me, the Bears just been winning really by smoke and mirrors. And they haven't even played nobody yet. And the one team that they that was a legitimate playoff contender is the Packers, and they lost to them. Now, the game was closer than what it should have been, but they still lost. I, I still like the Giants in this win today. All right, Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Doug Peterson returning to the scene of the crime where he won a Super Bowl a few years ago. Can you believe that was like 2017, 2018? It feels like it was a long time ago. Now, Peterson's been out the league. He comes back. Now he's got the Jaguars looking pretty good. They're 2-1 at this point, coming off a big win against the Chargers last week in L.A. Now they got to take the show on the road again and head up to the, the Northeast and take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are hot right now. They're 3-0. They're, they're scoring. I mean, big play, ability. But the Jags' defense is, is not so bad themselves, and their offense is pretty good too. So, you know, this is going to be a good one. Um, if this game was in Florida, I would probably pick the Jags. But because this game is in Lincoln Financial Field, I'm going to take the hated Eagles to win this game. But I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, if you were betting this one, I don't even know what the line. If John, John, if you're still in here, uh, I don't know what this what the line on this one is. Uh, let me see here. ESPN's got it as six and a half. So, um, yeah, just about a touchdown. I I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So about six and a half, according to ESPN. Some places might have it closer. Um, but I, I do like, yeah, Jags plus six. It is the best. Yeah, I, I, this would probably be a good one to bet, probably plus six and a half. I, I do like that because the game can be so close. Now, the Jags, now, this is a true test for them as well. You know, two back-to-back -back road games. Um, but but the Jags have shown me a little bit. Trevor Lawrence is playing good. Why? Because coaching matters. Doug Peterson is not a terrible coach. Right now, I mean, he did win the Super Bowl. Now his his tenure in Philadelphia didn't end very pleasantly, right? Obviously, but he knows some of these players on the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe he can help coach to that. So that's why I feel like this game is a little bit closer. But we'll see. But I would probably I'm gonna take the Eagles to win. Um, but if you're a betting man, the plus six and a half on the Jags would be a probably a lock, as they're saying in the comment section. You know, next week I'm gonna work on trying to get the comment section to be viewed on the screen. I'm still working on that. So working on a new streaming platform. So. Figuring all the quirks out. But yeah, I do like plus six and a half on the Jacks, but I like the Eagles winning the game. All right. Um, let's see. We got the Jets and the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a tale of two teams that don't do things very well on third down. Now, my buddy, um, Alfred, Par Par Al Alfred um, I forgot his last name, Passard. He runs the, uh, the Jet Fuel. It's a Jets uh, podcast. He's part of the Grid Network. Again, remember the Grid, everyone. The grid, the future, and the leaders in sports, entertainment, and media content. So check us out on the grid right there. Um, but anyway, um, he, he made a really good point on his podcast I was listening to yesterday. The Jets on defense on third down are terrible. As, as Charles Barkley said, ter ter terrible, terrible, ter terrible, right? Or terrible, whatever he says. And then the Steelers, they suck at third down conversions on offense. They're both at the bottom of the league in, respect, in that respective uh, category. So this is going to be a tale of who can stop who on third down, right? <laughs> right? Um, but Zach Wilson's coming back, and I think that's going to provide the Jets with some juice. Now, they had a, 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 a letdown last week, and I, I took them in my clutch picks of the week, and 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 I'm going to take them again. I'm giving you guys a little, a little foreshadowing there. I just like what Zach Wilson is going to bring to this team. He's going to bring them some juice. 
the Jets actually have some talent on their team. I don't know what happened last week. I think they just got big off the the, the previous win, um, the comeback win against the Browns, and then they they get they they let down the um, the home game against the Bengals. But they're on the road in in Pittsburgh now. A couple years ago, I would have picked Pittsburgh easily, but here are some issues what I have with the Steelers. Number one, Mitch Trubisky is not it. He's the same guy that he was in Chicago. He does not push the ball down the field, which I don't understand. I don't know if it's because he doesn't want to or the play calling. They have capable wide receivers on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Claypool. There are guys. Tight ends aren't that bad. You have Najee Harris. For whatever reason, Mitch Trubisky does not push the ball down the field. He's not getting it done. And I think this might be the last game. For Mitch Trubisky, if the Steelers can't get it done, and Kenny Pickett, I mean, if I'm Mike Tomlin, and I, I and I, I respect the hell out of Mike Tomlin, um, for real, you know. But I think at some point, this this has got to be it. This has got to be it. You got to know what you got with Kenny Pickett. If it was me, I'd probably be starting him against the Jets um, today. But it is what it is. And the other thing with the Steelers, they don't have T.J. Watt. Now their defense is pretty solid still, right? And and, and be honest with you. The Steelers were my favorites to win the AFC North, and it's not looking like that anymore. I mean, it looked like a hot take a couple, you know, a couple months ago, and we were looking good, you know. And then T.J. Watt went down, and then Mitch Trubisky. I, I thought he would have been a difference maker, but he's really not. So now um, I'm still going to stick by them, but because you never know, right? Maybe they figure it out. Maybe they they insert Kenny Pickett and they get things going offensively. But right now, I don't like this. I don't like the matchup. I like the Jets to win on the road with Zach Wilson's return. Um, so if you're in Pittsburgh and you have your mom going to the game, be on the lookout because Zach Wilson is there and he will take your mom. All right. If she looks good. Right. All right. This is a big one. Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens. Um, I got to give credit where credit's due. Lamar Jackson is playing phenomenal. Uh, he's arguably, if not the, the, the leader in the, in, the, in the clubhouse in regards to the MVP. He's throwing the ball. He's running the ball. This offense it looks very dynamic, very unstoppable. They really should have beat the Dolphins, but they gave that game away. Um, and then you have the Bills that are coming in, like another road game for them. You know, they're, they're, they're secondary still depleted. They're still Josh Allen dependent. Now, I still like them overall. They're still a good, well-coached team. But if the Ravens can win this game, this is a statement game. This will put everybody on notice. If you don't know already, the Baltimore Ravens are, are back and they're serious. And Lamar Jackson is coming for the money. Okay. Give me my money in cash. That's what Randy Moss said, right? So uh, I, I like the Baltimore Ravens to win this game. Um, not a blowout, but uh, what's the line on this one? This one is at three, minus three. And, and they, got the, they got the Bills as the favorite. I don't know about this one. I don't know. I, I think I think the Ravens should probably be favored in this game, if, and if they're at home too, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm not sure, but maybe the, the odds makers, have, they know something else about um, the Bills game. Carving Up says, put some respect on Lamar's name, Ryan. He's pulling an Aaron Judge and betting on himself both to get paid this offseason. Yeah? I mean, I'm putting respect on and And Bryson knows. I, I don't – I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson like that. He, as far as like, oh, my God, he's the greatest thing. Like, he's good. He's good, man. Like, he's very, 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 very um, talented, right? He's, he's electric. He's elusive. Um, but I'm more of a, a, a throwback, a, a traditional quarterback kind of guy. Um, I don't mind if quarterbacks run, um, but at some point that catches up to you. But right now it's working. It's working. He's catching lightning in a bottle, so there's nothing I can say. I mean, I look like the idiot right now, right? But uh, it, it's coming. 
It's, I'm, not, I'm not praying on his downfall. I don't pray on other people's downfalls like that, but we've seen this before in the past, and it's the postseason that matters to me. Now, if he does this in the postseason and goes on a run, that's what that's how legacies are cemented, right? It's what you do in the postseason, and that's any sport. That's any sport. Whether you're a team, whether you're a player, it's what you do in the postseason. That's what cements you. That's what that's where you make your money in the end of the day. Because if I'm the Ravens and we're like, all right, we've seen you kind of do this a little bit before in the regular season, and then in the first playoff game, you don't do any of this. Like, are you worth the money? Because yeah, we'll we'll win a lot of games, but the ones that really matter, the playoff games, the Super Bowl, that's what matters in the end. And so I'm I'm hoping that he can continue this. That way, I'll be first to to come on my show and say, you know what, I was wrong about the kid. But right now, it's looking good. I I, I like the Ravens to win this game today on, at home. All right, <clears throat> moving on to the last bit of games. Chargers, Charger. <laughs> Uh, All Even Podcast says, Bryson is a fan of failed quarterbacks. (laughs) Yeah, and my guy is up there too, Dak Prescott, but that's that's another topic for another day. We'll we'll, we'll just leave it as it is. All right, Chargers coming into Houston. Um, I don't know, man. This this one is kind of weird because, I mean, Chargers are favorite minus six, but they got a lot of injuries. You know, your, your, your Pro Bowl left tackles out for the year. Now, luckily, they're playing the Texans, who who play hard for the most part. They're not going to just get folded up. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Texans beat the Chargers last year. So there's a good chance that this can happen again because this is the Chargers, right? Justin Herbert, I think, is a, is a phenomenal talent, but he's just on a cursed team. Now, the Chargers on paper have one of the best rosters, man, but they just can't seem to get out of their way, and then they can't shake the injury bug. So... I mean, my mind's telling me their Chargers should win this game <clears throat> over the Texans, but I don't know. The Texans are at home. Chargers are hurt. I think I'm just, I'm just going to go with the Chargers to pull out this game somehow. They're going to pull this out because the Texans just don't have enough talent uh, to win that game. All right. Arizona Cardinals going on the road to take on Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. This is a big game for Baker. <clears throat> okay, uh, with Sam Darnold coming off the IR very soon, Baker make, make Baker Mayfield is going to have to pick it up a little bit. He's going to have to pick it up because listen, they're what they're one and two right now. Offense really ain't looking that great. Okay, um, and it, it's not all his fault, but he's the quarterback, so he 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 shoulders most of the blame. Right now, the Panthers went ahead and and, and went and traded for him, and they started hitting him over Sam Darnold after they gave Sam Darnold some good money. And an extension. So if it doesn't work out for Baker in this game and probably following the next game until Sam Darnold comes back, uh, my best guess is that he'll be out. He'll be holding the clipboard. Sam Darnold will come in uh, and Matt Rule will be done at the end. I think Matt Rule's done at the end of this year anyway. He just needs to go back to college. All right. Now the Cardinals, on the other hand, um, <clears throat> look. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, good come from behind win the week before against the Raiders. They, that game that they should have lost, right? 
Then you come back home, you lose to the Rams, you got to go on the road. Um, I, I like the Carolina Panthers in this game overall, uh, just because I don't know what I'm getting with the Cardinals. I just don't know what I'm getting with them. They're still missing D-Hop. Um, they've been outplayed in majority of these games. Um, and, and I just don't think that. I think Carolina still has a little bit more oomph to get the win. Uh, let's see what we got going in the comment section. We got uh, Carving Up Podcast in, in, in response and to re- in retaliation to Barry's comments. He says, MVPs are about to get 300 million. Aren't failures, my guy, 100 Yes, they're they're not failures in a sense from a financial fiduciary responsibility, but in regards to uh, results on the field, yes. But at the end of the day, they, they're getting paid. So, yeah, they're the real winners because they're getting paid large, right? All right. Uh, Carving Up also says Baker is a failed QB. Yep, I would say so. Uh, and then John Rivera says Sam sucks. Laugh out loud, remember, suck for Sam, right? So, you know, and it's funny with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, they were taken in the same draft class. Um, You know, one thing about these quarterbacks, I'm kind of getting sidetracked just a little bit. You got to look at some of the the talent they're playing with, man. Uh, And a lot of that really, really, it benefits them in college. And and of course, why, why would you not look good if you didn't have talent, right? So, when these guys go to the NFL and whatever teams they're going to, they don't have the same talent. We're seeing that with what happened with Tua, you know? You give him Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, he looks way better automatically, right? Um, but if you don't have him, you don't, you don't have those guys. They look terrible. And the problem with Sam Darnold, he went to the Jets. They didn't have any talent. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. Hell, they still don't know what they're doing, right? And then he gets traded. He goes to Carolina. You know, a little little better echelon in, in, in talent as far as like, you know, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, but still these are guys are not that that are like that people are like, oh my God, like you know what I mean? And Christian McCaffrey's always hurt. Um and then you have a coach that really is he's he's in over his head. Okay. So you just never know. And Baker Mayfield, same thing. He played at Oklahoma, he's throwing to like CeeDee Lamb and all these other guys, Hollywood Brown. You know, he's thrown to elite guys, right? And then you come, you go to Cleveland. Now, one thing about Baker Mayfield is that he did have talent around him, and he still sucked. So he is what he is, right? You know, but but what anyway? Anyway, I, I like Carolina to win this game at home, uh, so we'll, we'll move on from there. All right, Patriots at Green Bay. Green Bay all the way. Uh, I don't know if McCorkle's playing. I don't know if he's playing now. Um <laughs> John, he says, hey, now, in reference to my the Jets, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Again, listen, I like the Jets, but for me, I don't like hiring defensive-minded head coaches. You already had a good defense. You have a young quarterback. Go and get an offensive-minded kind of guy to help mature him, to to develop him. And, you know, you get, what's his name, Greg Sala? Is it Greg or George? I forgot his name. Uh, you know, probably a great coach, defensive coach, but I want to see them get taken up on the offense. But anyway, speaking of offenses, Green Bay Packers, I think, should roll easily against the New England Patriots. Now, Patriots' defense is pretty solid. I will give them that. Um, but the Packers, they got Aaron Rodgers. They got a better quarterback. Hell, it, it's fair to say that right now the Packers have a better wide receiving core than the New England Patriots. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it, it, it's funny It's funny to me that, that that's, that's the case because the Packers are literally throwing the guys – that played at like FedEx University, right? You know, the only no, the only guy I know on that team is uh, Lazard. That's it, right? Uh, 
Mackey is out for at least a month. That ankle G looking bad. Yeah. So McCorkle, who Brian Hoyer is he? Is he the guy there? I think he's the guy that's starting. Brian Hoyer has been in the league. He's been getting some checks. I wish I had a career like Brian Hoyer. To be honest with you, I mean, literally, no one expects you to do anything. You just come and take your your snaps. You get your check in the mail. You're good to go. And you know, and he bounced. This is like his third, fourth time back in New England. Like he'll leave, he'll come back, he'll leave, and he'll come back. So it is what it is. I think Green Bay should win this one easily, uh, and they'll be all right. All right, we got the. Um, this is a big game out here. Big game out here where I live here. Denver Broncos taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Broncos uh, surviving that Sunday night game against the Niners. Again, they probably should have lost, to be honest with you. But they're at home. Their defense is playing solid. Um, but they're coming into Las Vegas, a team that can score the ball. Now, I know the Raiders are 0-3. I know they're 0-3. They got their problems. Their O-line is not that great, right? Their secondary is still, still garbage, okay? But they can score points. Now, Denver's defense is good. It, it, is, it is formidable. It is formidable. But I think the Raiders get off the snide today and they improve to one and three and they beat the Denver Broncos because right now the Broncos, they don't have an answer offensively. Um, I don't know what what's going on over there with Denver. Uh, is Russell Wilson not that good? Is that what it is? Was he more benefit a beneficiary of the, the system in Seattle at the time? Um, because if you look at it on paper, they have a good team offensively, right? You know, a solid O-line, you know, for the most part. Wide receiving core, that's pretty good, right? Um, but they can't score. Uh, and I think the Raiders in in the Black Pearl, that's what they call it out here, in Allegiant Stadium, I think the Raiders will get off uh, and get going and, and get their first win of the year, and, and, and which would be big because it'll be a divisional win. Um, and so until the Broncos can show me they can score more consistently, I just don't see them winning this game today, uh, and the Raiders will be ready to go, and I got the Raiders winning that game. All right. Kansas City Chiefs taking on Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a rematch of the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Um, you know, Bucks coming off a tough loss last week. They were missing some guys. I think Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, I know didn't play. I'm not sure what their status is for today. And even if they were playing, I still like the Chiefs to win. I still like the Chiefs to win this game. Something's not right in Tampa Bay. Um, even if they did have injuries, you know, there's something not right. And I, and I think the Chiefs have something to prove, you know, a, a tough loss last week. On the road in Indianapolis, I think they want to come out on, on Sunday Night Football and make a statement and let everybody know, like, hey, we're okay now. You know, Tyreek Hill's not here anymore, so they're going to have to find another way. But I still think with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, I don't even include Eric Bieniemy because I don't even think he's he's just there, right? Um, and that's the reason why Eric Bieniemy hasn't had real consideration for a job. Um, it's not a black or white thing. I, I just think that people look at him and they're like, well, you're the OC, but Andy Reid calls the plays. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's something there um, why he doesn't get it. But but with Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes, I still think they find a way to win this game. Um, and I believe they're 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 the road dogs, if I'm not mistaken. But it's it's what minus one, so it's damn near a pick them at this point. I like the Chiefs to win that game. All right. Monday Night Football tomorrow, we got the LA Rams taking on the San Francisco 49ers. I like the Niners to win, and people are like, what? They just lost to the Broncos. Listen, Jimmy G's first game back after a shoulder injury, you got to go to Denver against a good defense, prime time. That's a hard position to be in, man. That's a tough spot to be in. You know, you give them another full week, now they come back at home against a team traditionally they have a lot of, su uh, a lot of success with. 
right? Now, they just lost to them last year in the divisional round of the, or no, was it the, no, the conference championship game, right? Um, you know, so uh, I, I like the Niners to win. I like the Niners to win um, and to win this game. And so it is what it is. So the Rams, you know, they're still struggling. And but but I like the 49ers to win this game because at home and Jimmy G will get going. All right. Got some more comments in here. He says, uh, carving it up podcast. Hackett is in over his head. Russ definitely deserves some blame. But Hackett's game management makes Mike McCarthy look like Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Hackett's game management is up. He's Mike McCarthy, Brandon Staley, and um and, and Hackett. They're they're up there for, for game management. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, Hackett got hired because he's okay. <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what? I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, I, you know, I agree to, I agree with that. And but at least one thing I will say, and I'm not justifying it, he was the actual he- OC, like he called plays. Uh, Eric Manemi doesn't call plays, he's by title is the OC, but I don't know what his f- footprint on the game plan is. Because Andy Reid is in control of that. If if Eric Bieniemy called plays, I think he might get a little bit more run. But I think when when they go into these interviews, he just doesn't know what he's saying. And some of these other guys, they probably know how to interview very well. They probably just do, like the Hackett's of the world, the Brandon Staley's. They probably just know how to interview on top of some other things, on some other underlining um, features there, right? Uh, he says, uh, carving up says, I'm with you on the Niners. They won the last six regular season games over the Rams. Yep. I think LaFour called plays in Green Bay, but I could bro. Okay, if that's the case too, then yeah. This, there's some other things going on there as well. Um, but when you get, you know, your quarterback, like an Aaron Rodgers, publicly saying, you know what, Thackett's my, or what, Hackett is my guy, that, that kind of bodes well too because, you know, Aaron Rodgers, regardless of what you think about him, his voice, his opinion means a lot to a lot of some people. And so that, that's how some of these guys get coaching jobs. Unfortunately, it ain't always about what you don't know, or it's about who you know, right? If the enemy doesn't call plays, why is his quarterback yelling at him at the end of the first half? Of, oh, he doesn't call the plays, right? He, I think he's like a passing coordinator, or, or maybe in that particular case, they maybe he wired down or, or it was telling Andy like, maybe we just need to get out of the half, right? But consistently, if you go back and look at the history of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid is the the uh, the architect of that particular offense, okay. And I'm not saying Eric Bieniemy doesn't know the game of football. He was, you know, it, it was a it was a great he, he's a he was a great player in college. You know, he probably does have a great offensive mind, okay. But traditionally, the the offense runs through Andy Reid. You look at the Colt situation. One of my, my one of my best friends, his friend is the coordinator for the uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. But Frank Wright calls the plays, so I have some little insight to some of these things. So that's why I'm on here telling you guys this information because I do have some insight. Um, so yeah, if you look at their on paper, yeah, he has a, some influence. <clears throat> um, and then remember, you have like passing coordinators, you got the run game coordinators, there's all these other types of coordinators and, and coaches within the team, right? But the buck stops with the head coach, especially guys like Andy Reid uh, and a Frank Reich who call the plays primarily for their team. Now, I don't know the, the percentage. Maybe Eric Manamy does call some plays. I don't know that for a fact. I'm not in their locker room, but from what I understand from reports and information that I've gathered is that he is not the, the primary play caller for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'll leave it at that, but appreciate it. All right, moving on, clutch picks of the week. I got Baltimore Ravens getting the win. I got the New York football Jets against the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though I was just talking trash about them. I still like them overall. 
I can still talk trash about them, right? Uh, I got the Vegas Raiders getting the win today, and I got the Niners taking on the uh, Rams and winning on Monday Night Football tomorrow. So, man, I'm hoping to go 4-0, man. I'm looking to improve to 10-4. Uh, and 4. That'll be legit. 10-4. and 4. Um, So, you know, I, I, I picked some good ones. Some some teams let me down, like the Jets. But hopefully they make sure that, um, that you know, the, uh, the, the I think they owe me one. They owe me one. So <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. All right. So. That's all I got, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Some great comments. Hey, make sure if you haven't already subscribed to the Grid Network channel. It's right there above. Um, and also hit me up on um, YouTube on Clutch Sports Talk as well. As far, and also follow me on my Instagram and TikTok at clutch.sports.talk. Hey, it's been a pleasure, man. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. The games are getting ready to kick off in just a little bit over an hour. But hey, that's, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll see you guys next week for week five. Uh, this is NFA Sunday morning with me, Ryan Flowers. Like I always say, never settle till the work is done. I'll see you guys later. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.